Hey guys, this is the Asian Traveling Marketer Podcast, and you're listening to Richard. So today we've got some interesting topics. So coronavirus is spreading like mayhem, and there are a lot of things which are quite interesting. So um, I kind of wanted to kind of explore how China itself um, is dealing with this kind of like epidemic. And I just wanted to talk about also what's happening in the APJ region or APAC region um, with the coronavirus and how companies are dealing with it, especially the fact that all these events are cancelling, these marketing budgets where people are kind of like invested heavily into the event space have just extra budget now and they're just kind of confused what to do with it. So, um, so yeah, let's get into it. So the first thing is China is in a really interesting spot right now because a lot of it, a lot of the people are still kind of at home, working at home or everyone is kind of like stuck at home and they can't go to work, right? And a lot of the times these work from home policies as well as like education online and stuff like that isn't really like, I guess that big in China, like, um, especially like if you think about a lot of the times the, um, that those industries, especially like, for example, in B2B tech, you have, it's a very event dominated industry. And so a lot of times it's quite face to face. And now you're kind of faced in this like problem where people are like, oh crap, like we have to do everything digitally. Um, and so although China is a very digital savvy country, it just isn't that digital savvy in like the business space. And so we found a lot of interesting trends in the Chinese market right now. So, for example, um, there are a lot of things like online classes happening, especially for kids. But a lot of interesting things are popping up as well. For example, um, there are a lot of technologies where since people can't visit home, lo- like um, visit homes and kind of like go look at um, people's homes and stuff like that for buying reasons, people are using technology um, to basically do home showings online. Um, so obviously people kind of don't want to buy off that technology because you don't really want to buy something so expensive just from just looking at it online. But it's definitely a first step in that direction and it's induce- introducing these new technologies which otherwise wouldn't have existed to be honest. Um, and another interesting use case, use case I've seen is museums are now offering online interactive like tours online. And so these are only offered to Chinese citizens, which is even more interesting because I would think that they would probably open this up to like the rest of the countries across the world. But no, this is like kind of like the government trying to say, hey, like our things are still open online and you can still check out these museums because we want to be able to make sure not only is our people like they have activities to do, but also the fact that like they have something to kind of like um, look at. And if they still want to do museums, they can just have to do it online, right? So there's some interesting things going on there. So there's another also pretty interesting um, thing. I think the most popular game right now, so in China, in the iOS app store, um, let me just look it up. So it's called, I think, um, it's an iOS game. I'm just trying to find what the, it's called Plague Inc. Um, So it's actually pulled from China's app store recently. So a month ago, this game was the da- most downloaded game on iOS. Or, um, and it's just, everyone's playing it in China. And it, funny enough, the, the, the founders of the game actually said that it's not surprising that this game is the bigger because they've found trends in the past where if there is kind of like some epidemic worldwide, then it people do like download the game. And that's an interesting correlation. But for them to pull the game a few days ago just shows like how extreme day situation has gotten because people are probably going wow this game is like so accurate it's like 
the game itself, um, Plague Inc., is pretty much saying um, it's basically you have you play like you play a virus or you play like this strain, and then you try to take over the world essentially. So it's kind of like they're going the opposite opposite direction, um, and so. I think it's scaring a lot of people, and so in a way, they had to pull the game, and that's kind of like interesting to see, especially like it's a phone game, right? So that's interesting to see. So those are some interesting things that we've kind of noticed that is happening in China, and in the business space, there's a lot of things going on around people needing to do webinars and digital activities because they can't do events anymore, and all these and people are there. Are a lot of businesses are suffering. Like literally, I know that in the B two B tech space everyone from the Chinese region is like going down and especially the fact that you got the Huawei rulings and stuff like that um, in the past that region is suffering for anyone for example a US business that are, that is doing in China, like that, that is like present in China like a lot of them are suffering right now and so a lot of them have to, has to explore like digital options and that's just the reality right now and it's just insane to see how big this virus has gotten that it has forced the i guess the change in people to kind of adapt to, and use technologies to kind of overcome them and one of my friends who is currently in china and stuck there says that she's currently like she's like at home every day and so you just everything it just becomes online right and so in order to actually like get to, or do, do things you're pretty much just online now 24 7 and so it's just insane to see how big of a thing where at least, for example, in Australia, I can still go out and have lunch and dinner and stuff like that. And right now it is super like, especially in certain cities, like you're on lockdown or if you're just not recommended to go out, like if you go out, you're pretty much not going to see anyone anyway. So um, it's pretty insane there. And one other thing I also noticed was um, when you're doing, when you get delivery food, especially because it's probably really big right now because of how everyone just wants to stay at home. And so food's getting delivered to your place. There are certain apps that are dealing with, um, I guess, in for example, in Wuhan, where you definitely cannot like meet the driver to pick up the food. So the app has introduced like special like areas where they kind of like dump the food, and then you have to go pick it up um, to avoid like contact. And even in like the Wuhan hospitals, those uh, there's like special wardrobes that are de- designated for food to be placed in and then picked up by like the hospital staff and stuff like that. Like I'm assuming the wardrobes are like decontaminated and stuff like that. Um, so um, it's, that's an interesting kind of like adaptation of technology we've seen because right now, for example, if I Uber eat someone, they, I'd pretty much meet the driver and say, hello, like, how are you doing? Like, oh yeah, I'm good. Thanks. And grab my food from him. Right. So pretty much like this contactless delivery food system. So yeah, that's kind of something that's been interesting that's popping up. So, as we all know, like there's a big spread of the coronavirus recently in South Korea, Japan, Iran, all that stuff, and like it's been huge. And there's a lot of things which have been, I guess, updated. Where, um, especially in the APAC region, a lot of events, like not in just in China now, right? Like all the APAC events, for example, in Singapore, a lot of them got cancelled in Australia as well. And I would assume this would happen in pretty much like everywhere in Asia, where events have been just being cancelled. Like anything that has big like a gathering of people has just been cancelled. And so it's been very, very interesting to see, like, especially from, um, if you're sitting in APAC region, a lot of travel has been cancelled. Like, if you're going to Singapore or you're, you're, for example, if you're coming from Singapore back to Australia or even Hong Kong, all of those countries, the government has now been kind of, like, putting out a warning saying, like, hey, like, be careful because there are so many more cases where the, the coronavirus has been linked to, in the past, to, like, someone from China, Wuhan, and stuff like that. But now it's gone to a point where a lot of the, some of these cases are just not related, and, like, people have just caught it, like, from elsewhere. So, like, 
for example, someone from Wuhan gave it to someone like who was on a holiday there, and that person who is not from a Chinese background gave it to someone else, and now it's got like a two degree connection or three three degree connection where they just can't trace it back properly, or like it's harder to trace back, and it's going to keep continuing, continuing until it gets to the point where you just can't trace it back, in my opinion, or you can, but it'll be really hard to trace it back, and so it's got to the point where like governments are now across the world are kind of like going hey like this is actually kind of serious and everyone kind of looking at it right now where in the beginning like they think it's contained in china and like in certain other countries it's getting like to like a very serious point so especially like the death fatality rate like other people make like a bit of sense around oh it's not that low like the mortality rate sorry is like only two percent three percent like we just got our first death in australia and that to us is like a big piece of news like because before i guess i guess a month ago most of the fatalities or pretty much the majority of fatalities were in china and so most people weren't freaking out by the fact that like because all the other countries just don't have anyone like dying in them with the with coronavirus and now it's gone to a point where people are like oh crap like this is getting kind of serious and so it's been kind of interesting kind of like it's kind of like explore that um especially because i just came back from singapore around like a few weeks ago and the situation there was just insanely like panicky like when i left it wasn't as panicky but i heard the day i left like if i stayed if i came the week after i would have probably been quarantined when i came back um because of how serious the pandemic is also oh, the epidemic is so like it's got to a point where it's kind of like getting to that dangerous point and so um kind of like now covering the business side so it's been interesting to see like how the coronavirus has been kind of like hitting in businesses especially like if you're in b2b tech or if you're in the travel industry you're going to see like a huge impact um and it's just hitting everyone like um there's so many businesses that are now i think considering work like work from home policies especially if um even if you visited a country like in asia they're like they're just not taking the risk anymore and so it's just being super interesting to kind of like keep on top of um so in my opinion b2b it might be like it's not it's probably the least affected um but there is a lot of um problems there because for me i work in b2b tech and there are a lot of like panicky issues around that as well so yeah it's been quite interesting to see um so yeah like in my opinion the in my opinion the coronavirus is probably not going to go away in the next few months so businesses are definitely going to be impacted so there are a lot there are a lot of reliance on like digital marketers like for example myself where we're, they're kind of looking at us and going hey like we need to get our pipeline numbers up or like our numbers up and so i've been trying to figure out like what how is the best way to kind of like get across to audiences um who are now kind of like at this point probably going to be online more as well as um consume more digital assets right so in a way it's ironic it's a good time to be a digital marketer because of the heavy reliance on it but it's also a sad time to see that that is the reliance on it because i'm a very big believer of um, face-to-face contact for marketing as well as digital marketing so being able to rely on one part is in my opinion kind of not the mix you want but the mix you have to have right now because of just the situation it is so yeah um have you got any thoughts around this like if you got any thoughts around how the marketing landscape has changed recently then yeah leave a leave um a comment back or an email back to the podcast and yeah we'll, we'll definitely want to explore that kind of like the marketing cycles and how everything is treating in um around the world especially in asia around the marketing um landscape right now so yeah um thanks for listening and we'll see you next time